This is Rhea. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. You guys, do you remember my friend Sebastian the Bear from Bear's Big Sleep? You know, the sweet little black bear who fell asleep, and not just any old sleep, but hibernation sleep in my studio? Well, I haven't mentioned Sebastian in months because, well, he's been hibernating all this time. I actually forgot he was here. He somehow ended up covered in a blanket, then a jacket or two. I started leaving my purse on his back. My cat started napping on him. Basically, he became an extra piece of furniture. Until yesterday. I was in the middle of finishing up this story, and my piece of furniture started wobbling. Then everything that I'd piled on top of it, the cats, the purse, the jackets, the blanket, a few stray coffee mugs, slid right off as my piece of furniture stood up and revealed itself to be Sebastian. He was utterly confused and understandably starving. I don't keep your typical bear food stocked in my pantry, but he was up for eating everything in sight. Tiny people, I am so exhausted. I was up all night last night shoving piles of food in front of Sebastian. So if I sound a little tired, I do apologize. Sebastian, how you doing over there? He's so busy eating, he's not even looking up. Well, totally coincidentally, our story today is a follow-up to Bear's Big Sleep. It's called Bear Wakes Up. I know, very inventive. So, Let's check out our story. Remember, there are no pictures, so you'll have to imagine the pictures in your mind. You can imagine it however you want. Okay, here we go. It was April. A warm breeze filtered through a patch of trees. Bear twitched in his sleep. Outside his den, a hatchling bird began to peep. A stream of spring sunshine fell on Bear's closed eyes, and right on his nose landed a butterfly. Grumph, Bear grunted and swatted it away. Go away now. The butterfly fluttered up and perched on Bear's brow. Bear opened an eye. He gazed out his den at the bright blue sky. Flowers had sprouted at the edge of his den. Purple, yellow, orange blossoms. There must have been a dozen. Bear's whole body ached as he heaved himself to his feet. It's spring, Bear surmised. Time to eat! Bear's tummy growled loudly as he explored the forest in spring wondering what yummy treats his adventure would bring. As Bear walked, he saw that he'd positively shrunk. His arm was but a hairy toothpick propping him against a tree trunk. He munched on berries and leaves and everything he could find. Bear's whole body lurched toward food, the only thing on his mind. But then, what was that sound? laughing by the river's edge? Bear crept closer and peeked over a rocky ledge. 
Through the leafy trees Bear could view his friend Deer playing, jumping, but with whom? Deer is playing with someone else? But I've only been gone. Bear held out his paw and counted and stifled a yawn. Oh, November, December, January, February, March, April. Okay, that's about six months. Deer has a new friend? No way. I'm his best friend. At least, I was. At least, I think. Hmm. Bear scratched his head. Man, I need a drink. He climbed down the rocks and took a slurp from the river. Mm, Very refreshing. It really delivers. Bear looked around. The laughter was still there. Deer was just around the bend, with a new mystery friend. Who could this be? Bear thought to himself. I'm gone for six measly months, and now I'm put on a shelf? Just then, Bear felt a tug on his fur. He turned to see Rabbit, not looking so sure. Bear? Is that you? You look like a bear who's been smushed by a shoe. You look like you've been through a shrinking machine. I've never seen you looking so lean. You look like a bear who's dried up in the sun. A raisin. A prune. A... Rabbit saw Bear's frown. Okay, I'm done. Hello, Rabbit, Bear grumbled. I know. I need some food in my tummy. Here! I just grabbed these for Bearsy. Some berries. They're yummy. Who's Bearsy? Bear asked, but somehow he already knew. Oh, Rabbit said. She's our new friend. She's a bear, like you. She's a bear? Bear heard the laughing again from around the bend. He felt hot. His head felt fuzzy. Deer's new friend? Well, yeah, she's really fun. You'll like her, too. Oh, oh, Bear. Bear, don't be blue. Bear sat down on a stump. Oh, rabbit. I know I'm not plump. I know I'm skinny and I look shriveled up. I know I've been gone for a spell. But, but I thought, I considered myself, I, well, oh, bear, here they come, bearsy and deer. You guys'll hit it off, I swear. Bear felt hurt, forlorn, and sad. But as deer and bearsy bounded over, he got mad. Bear, deer cried. You're back! You finally woke up! I was beginning to worry. Well, Bear muttered, looks like I should have hurried. Huh? Deer said. Sorry, I missed what you said. I said, looks like you wouldn't have replaced me if I'd gotten out of bed. Hi, Bear, Bearsy chimed in. I've heard so much about you. Bearsy's a new friend, Deer interrupted. That's it. I can never replace you. Bear just looked down. Let's talk later, he murmured and went to find food. With shoulders sunk down and a cloud over his mood. What should we do? Deer wondered. I know Bear seemed mad, but I know he's really just sad. 
He feels left out after being away. He woke up. It was supposed to be a great day. He's my best friend. How do I make this right? Just then, a feathered creature soared by in flight. Landing on a tuft of moss, Owl began to preen his down. He glanced up at his sullen friends. Why all the frowns? Bear woke up today, said Rabbit, smoothing down his ears. Okay, does that explain why Deer's on the verge of tears? It's my fault, Bearsy said. I never should have come. No, said Deer. We've had so much fun. Bear is sensitive. I should have known he'd feel bad. Owl, Bear saw me playing with Bearsy, and now he's very sad. I see, said Owl. We must fix this. Must bring him back into the fold. I think I can do it, if I may be so bold. Not this time, Owl, Deer replied. Bear's upset at me, and besides, well, do you have a plan? I'd love to help you. Not yet, Deer said. I've got to think it through. As they discussed what to do and what to say, no one noticed as Bearsy slipped away. Bearsy crept through the wood with her nose in the air, sniffing and sniffing and sniffing for Bear. After a while, Bearsy heard something crunching and rounded a tree to find Bear munching, eating pawfuls of berries and wearing a pout, looking weary, disappointed, and simply stressed out. When Bear noticed Bearsy, he tried to grin. Hi, Bearsy, Bear said, his voice sounding thin. Please, sit down. Have a berry or two. I'm glad you're here. I'm sorry for how I acted after seeing you with Deer. I acted mad, but I was really just sad. And Deer's my friend. If he has a new one, I should be glad. Bearsy tossed a berry in her mouth and smiled. Bear, I get it. I've been there. Hibernation is great for lots of reasons, but it means we miss a lot of seasons. We miss stretches of time away from our peeps, who are still having fun while we are asleep. You know, I ended up here because my friends moved away. I woke up and expected to, of course, eat and then play, but they were gone, driven off by some construction site. That was it. So I came here, and it felt so right. I met Deer and Rabbit and all the rest, but clearly I hadn't met the best until you woke up. I feel like we can get along. We're bears. We both get it. We can help each other stay strong. Bear felt happy for the first time since leaving his den. Bearsy, I haven't had a bear friend since I don't know when. Bear held out his paw. Bearsy took it in hers and they set off through the wood. Let's find our friends, Bear said. He knew this season would be good. Sebastian! Sebastian! Stop it! That's my shoe! Oh my goodness. Sebastian finished all the food I gave him. How? I do not know. Now he's getting a bit cranky. He's starting to forge through my house. 
for things like my shoes. Ugh, Sebastian, just give me like two seconds. I just want to finish talking to my tiny people. Okay, okay, thanks. Anywho, I have to say, I really like the name Bearsy. Has a nice folksy ring to it, don't you think? Special thanks today go out to Denzel the Dolphin, who I saw swimming in the ocean when I was out at sea last week. We didn't get a chance to talk, per se, but his tail flips and the fanciful way he strode through the water really spoke to me and inspired me to keep writing these stories for you. Those two things are related, I assure you. Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. You can find the website at littlestoriestinypeople.com. Take a minute to share the podcast with a friend who may also have a tiny person who likes stories. I'll be back in two weeks with a new story to share. 